I wanted to explain what social media rehab is. This is an idea, a concept that I am building at the moment um, to combat one of the biggest problems that I see our generation, so millennials as well as Gen Z facing. I'm worried about the future because the main solutions that I've seen developed to combat social media addiction up until now primarily rely on willpower. And it's a form of cruel optimism that basically um, expects people to have enough willpower, read enough self-help books, gather enough knowledge to really be able to overcome uh, digital addiction. And like all addictions, I think that you cannot accomplish um, this on your own. You need other people to help you. So throughout this process, I'm learning about people who are battling TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram addictions. Um, and I'm concerned about this primarily because it has sucked so much time out of my life. I have spent years struggling to forge, you know, some sort of path in my life because I've constantly gone down the trap of getting distracted by primarily YouTube. So one of the first things I did was delete the YouTube app from my phone. And after that, um, I realized I was using it on my computer all the time. And so after I went on the computer and then I installed an aggressive app ad blocker, after that, I found a way to get around that. So it was always a game of cat and mouse with myself. And I was always trying to figure out how to basically um, make it inaccessible. But the problem with social media addiction is that no matter how difficult you're going to make it for yourself to access these things, this is something that James Clear uh, writes about in Atomic Habits, is to make a bad habit very inaccessible, very difficult to do. So I was trying to make uh, accessing social media very difficult, but I realized I always wanted to look at YouTube because that was the first thing I always thought of uh, when I, whenever I was bored, whenever I got home. I was always, okay, type in Y-O-U before I even consciously process what I was doing. So... Um, I realized the problem really stems from how you appraise boredom. How What are you doing through your time? Is it that you have too much free time on your hands? Um, people who are especially busy um, have really their entire days planned out. They have less of a problem with social media addiction because um, the social media addiction really comes about uh, as a need to pacify some uncomfortable feeling that we have inside of us, whether that's boredom or anxiety. And like um, one of Skinner's pigeons, so um, Skinner was basically a psychologist, one of the most prominent psychologists of the 20th century, uh, who taught pigeons to do all these fantastic maneuvers just by uh, feedback mechanisms, by um, feeding them the right um, feeding them um, food 
and rewarding them for good behavior. So he could get them to play ping pong. And so what big tech has done, you know, I'm talking about the Facebooks, the um, Instagram, the Twitters, they've engineered these platforms, L let alone they are recruiting the smartest minds of our generation from Stanford, from Harvard, to be engineers to make these platforms as addictive as possible. Our job as the end user is to resist the addictive pull. What they're fighting for is not only our attention, but it's our time. And when you become addicted to social media, when you become addicted to content, you see your life start to slip away and you just lose control over your life. You don't have control over your impulses, over your habits. Um, this makes you more emotionally fragile. You have much more difficult time dealing with um, adverse events in real life because you're spending your life through this role as a passive observer rather than someone who's an active participant. It's extremely important to take control over this, take control of your attention. And what I'm building at the moment is um, a platform that helps people regain their time, attention, and forge better habits. Um, that's the goal with social media rehab because that's something that really I struggled with for a lot of my life. Times when I was my most depressed, I would just go on YouTube for an entire day and days would go by, weeks would go by with just, you know, random comment, content. It, it really occurred to me that, you know, the haphazard effect of, the, the effect of haphazard content on your subconscious occurred to me when I was in a sensory deprivation tank uh, a few years ago. And they say that the sensory deprivation tank is like meditation on steroids. And what happened was that I was just thinking of random YouTube videos that I'd watched from the night before. And I realized my life, you know, wasn't really going anywhere because in the end, your life becomes what you pay attention to. And if you're just, if you're not in control of your attention, you're not in control of your life anymore. So I'm coaching people. I'm learning more about this issue. I'm learning more about how I can support people to um, deal with uncomfortable feelings without um, reaching for TikTok, without going on to Instagram, any of those platforms, and to help people uh, craft, craft a more purposeful path for themselves. Um, to be honest, I still, there's a lot that I don't know about this problem. I've written extensively about it, but, um, I want to start speaking with people and getting to know it more in depth. So that's what I'm doing at the moment, building social media rehab. Um, if you're interested in, uh, possible coaching together, please go visit socialmediarehab.net. Uh, there you can set up a free consultation call with me and we can work on this problem together. See you later. <laughs>